0: Hurricane Idalia made landfall along the Big Bend area about 24 hours ago, causing widespread flooding and major damage to homes and businesses. Wendy Wolfunk reports the storm is downgraded to a tropical storm, but continues to lash the Carolina coast.
1: The first major hurricane to hit Florida's Big Bend region in more than a century. Idalia's storm surge exceeded expectations Wednesday morning, more than 10 feet in some places. I don't think anybody expected it to be this bad. Weakening slightly to a category three when making landfall. Billboards and buildings still no match for gusts up to 120 miles per hour. Nobody's gonna get power for weeks. Leaving behind countless downed trees and ravaged structures, the storm quickly moved into Georgia and up the Carolina
2: coast. Jason was trying to pull the door shut and he couldn't do it. He's a big guy.
1: A tornado in Charleston turned this car upside down, injuring two people inside. While the low country is no stranger to flooding, the high tide, a supermoon and just inches of a tropical storm surge can cause catastrophic destruction.
2: There is of course a lot of debris to clean up, but
3: we will get uh, working with that with the local communities to make sure that the roads are cleared and uh, people can go back uh, to their lives.
1: After four states in 48 hours, Idalia leaves behind days, weeks, even months worth of damage to repair. Wendy Woolfolk, NBC News, Charleston.
3: And just a few hours ago, a team with the Flagler County Sheriff's Office left to head out to the Big Bend region. Well, Bob Hazen is live in Bonnell this morning, and Bob, they're going to be helping out some of the areas that were the hardest hit by this storm.
2: Yeah, and they're going to be starting in Suwannee County. That's an inland county, kind of near I-10, and it took a ton of damage from that hurricane. Now, the team from the Flagler County Sheriff's Office left about 90 minutes ago, and they're taking a mobile command center with them, a high-water rescue vehicle, an airboat, plus a trailer that can serve as a mini-restaurant. The Flagler County Sheriff says his emergency response team is going there because other counties would and have done the same thing for us in the past and the situation. In Sawana County, he says, is pretty bad right now. He's been told there's basically no electricity for anybody. About 45,000 people live in that county. It's very rural, so stringing up new utility poles and getting the lines up will take a while. To my understanding, even at their emergency operations center, which is in a modular uh, facility, uh, has no power. So their communications center has no power. Now, some other counties have also sent teams up there. The Volusia County and Marion County Sheriff's offices have sent crews to the Big Bend to help as well. The Flagler County Emergency Response Team plans to be there for seven days or longer. Reporting live in Flagler County, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. And Adalia dumped a lot of rain on Pasco County,
3: causing major flooding in some neighborhoods there.
0: West 2's Liv Johnson brings us to Hudson, where some people are facing major devastation.
4: This is what it looked like driving through Pasco County on Wednesday afternoon. Idalia bringing heavy rain and winds and causing power outages. It was scary because
0: while although people prepped, you really don't know what you're prepping for, and for people who didn't prep had no idea what they weren't prepping for, and even in all the prepping that you do you still have no idea what the outcome's going to be.
4: The sheriff's office says more than 60 people were rescued from flooded homes. Some are dealing with devastating loss. Heather and David Hurst home in Hudson caught fire during the hurricane after they had already taken shelter at a neighbor's home. Now, only a few boxes of memorabilia remain from a house they moved into just two years ago. About 6:30, we came outside just to check to see how the water was, and that's when our neighbor saw that the house was
2: on fire. And she screamed, "Your house is on fire!" We couldn't believe it.
4: Heather and David Dursay, firefighters were here at their home trying to bring the fire down for nearly five hours. But at the end of it all, this is what's left of their dream retirement home.
2: Yeah. We've been together 30 years, and everything we've accumulated over that time is gone. I'm, oh. That's it. That's what we have left.
4: They say they plan on rebuilding right on that lot. We'll figure out something. We'll figure it out. That's what we've done for 30 years, so we'll figure it yeah. out. The Durst and Don Walker both saying they're amazed by how the people of Pasco County have pulled together in the aftermath of Idalia.
0: We received a lot of messages, an overwhelming amount actually, of anybody. If we need help, let them know they'll make their way here and they're more than willing to help. In Pasco
4: County, I'm Liv Johnson, West 2 News.
3: You see all that damage and we breathe a sigh of relief here in central Florida because we avoided the worst of this storm. Uh, Marion County has closed its emergency shelters and most government offices and services will resume their normal operations today. Lake County got a little bit of light rain and stiff winds and emergency officials there say that uh, they haven't had any major issues from this storm. Take it to Sumter County now, where emergency management teams say that they had some tree limbs on cars and roofs, but thankfully there wasn't any major flooding. Now, Flagler County officials say they haven't seen any significant erosion there along the beach, despite that storm hitting during high tide. The area, specifically the Flagler Beach Pier and A1A, is still going through some repairs after Hurricanes Ian and Nicole from last year. Volusia County also did not see any significant erosion or property impacts.
2: Kids
0: who skipped homework for the storm better have got it done last night. Here are the school districts reopening today. Brevard Flagler Lake Marion Orange, Osceola Seminole and Volusia. Polk County schools are set to reopen tomorrow along with Sumter. The area near Cedar Key is remarkably vulnerable to storm surge and Hurricane Adalia drove plenty of water on shore.
3: Oh yeah, a local hotel the Faraway Inn took a direct hit. This pile of rubble is all that is left of cottage number one. It was everyone's favorite because it was so close to the water, but because it was so close to the water, properties like this get more damage. Residents say that they are committed to rebuilding.
0: Very sad and Andalia did some damage at the governor's residence in Tallahassee as well. Take a look. Florida's First Lady Casey DeSantis shared this photo of a fallen tree at the governor's mansion on social media. She says she and her three kids were home at the time. Thankfully here, nobody was hurt.
3: In Florida's Big Bend region, strong winds swept through Taylor County as the western eye wall of that storm passed right over that area. The gusts were more than 100 miles per hour. People who live there say that it is sad to see their tight-knit community go through something like this.
4: I was really sad, you know, I mean, I try not to get emotional, but, you know, this is a beautiful town. The people are wonderful, and I hate seeing my, my people go through something like this.
3: Every car that drives by, everybody's looking up because they're looking at somebody coming to help. Is somebody coming, you know, and everybody's looking. And you know what? Everybody appreciates a little bit of a smile there's it's it's, it's a, it's a, it's a a nonverbal embrace and people appreciate knowing they haven't been forgotten about. Never know a smile always goes so far like so many other neighborhoods right now. People who live there are determined to rebuild.
0: We've been seeing a lot of images of the destruction, but we want to give you a look at this photo sent from our own Christina Watkins capturing the damage in Taylor County. You can see, of course, the gas station there. A lot of damage that it sustained, but in the background, a double rainbow. And I feel like those are always the most impactful images after every storm. Is that there is hope, and that they are going to rebuild. We're hearing that from all the residents. It's yeah. the determination and the resilience that always comes to the forefront after times like these. And
3: it's always interesting uh, because the rainbow always appears after a big storm, yeah. and it's uh, you know just a sign of the beauty in the midst of all of the chaos and
2: craziness.
0: Absolutely.